0: Welcome to another episode of the No Higher Calling podcast. Today, I just want to share with you um, a way that I pray for my kids. There are many different ways that I pray for my kids, but there's a way that I've started praying for them that's come about, I don't know, maybe maybe in the past year, that kind of has just really opened up a new way of thinking about them, praying for them, and it's really kind of even just merged into how I trained them. So I wanted to share a little bit of that with you today. I'll just be honest. My prayer life is something that I've always really just struggled with. Um, We're all busy. That's That's just one thing that I think Satan has used to really just distract us and to keep us from prayer, which is really one of the most important things about our relationship with Christ. It is one of, you know, it probably is the most important thing about our relationship with Christ. How can we have a relationship with Christ if we are not communicating with him? Um, So just the busyness of life is distracting. Then if you're listening, you know, more than likely, you're a mom and you have little ones, and it's really hard to find a chunk of time that I can just focus and pray. When I do set aside the busyness of the day, try to focus my mind and heart, sit down with my prayer list, inevitably, a couple minutes into it, somebody has to go potty or there was a spill or just daily life stuff. Um, then. Okay, so I think I will pray at night before they go to bed. It'll be peaceful and quiet. So I sit down with my cup of tea and I think, all right, now I get out my prayer list. And next thing I know, I'm falling asleep. Or I'm rabbit trailing into making my grocery list because, oh no, dinner tomorrow. I forgot to get eggs or whatever. So prayer life is a real struggle. Um, but God is has been giving me small victories, but victories nonetheless, as I've really been just digging in his word and realizing the importance of prayer. It is so important to me that my children grow up and love Christ with all of their heart, mind, body, and soul. That is something that really is kind of a forefront focus. Almost of my every waking moment is just, I want these kids to love Christ. I want them to have a relationship with Christ, to have a passion for Christ, to find what it is that he has for them and pursue it radically. But in saying all of that, I can train, I can, you know, tell them over and over, you know, we use our hands for kindness. We use our mouth for truth. But one of the most important things that I can do for my children to meet that end goal of raising them to be devoted followers of Christ is to pray for them. And I'm sitting here convicted. How many times do I just spin my wheels or, or even do things that are good, that are important, but to the neglect? Of those things that are most important to the neglect of prayer and that's really something that God has just been working in my heart about really shifting my focus on to the importance of prayer and I will tell you something that I have experienced in the past year when I am actively praying and not just general prayers that's something that our pastor has really taught us is pray specifically nothing is dynamic until it is specific if I just pray, you know, Lord bless the missionary, Lord bless my kids, I don't see—it's hard for me to see that prayer answered. Okay, so we had a good day. Is that the Lord answering my prayer to bless my kids? Eh, You know, but if I pray specifically, okay, Lord, this child is struggling in this area. Help me to have the wisdom, the patience to teach them your word regarding this weakness give them the understanding, the desire, the relationship with mommy and daddy, that their hearts will be open and receptive to us and in turn be receptive to God's word. And as I pray very, very specifically, I see God answer my prayers. And I'll be honest, sometimes I stand back and I'm like, wow, God actually answered that prayer. And I mean, that just speaks to my own sinful, weak flesh that I am surprised that God fulfills his promises. But God is just, he's in heaven waiting to commune with us. He wants to answer our prayers. He is our heavenly father. You know, I think about my relationship with my dad. I love my dad. My dad is a godly man, and he is one of my closest friends and one of my greatest prayer warriors. But You know, I think often if I had a need or if something was weighing on my heart and I went and talked to my dad about it, he would bend over backward to help me, to make sure I had what I needed. Why? He's my father. He loves me. How much more does our Heavenly Father love us? When I bring my broken heart, when I bring my hurts, when I bring my requests, when I lay others at his feet, beseeching on their behalf... He's not, he doesn't have a deaf ear. He's not disinterested. No, he is there with me in prayer, waiting for me to come to him and just anxious to show himself mighty and answering my prayers. So how does this translate to praying for my children? All that to say, pray specifically for them. And this is a way that I have started praying specifically for my kids. And that is praying for them from head to toe. Now, most of the time I do this at night once they've gone to sleep because, let's just be honest, I don't know how your kids are, but if they're anything like mine, they're not still enough for me to visually work my way down from their head to their toes. By the time I get to their shoulders, they're in another room. They come back. Maybe I get to the knee and then they're off, you know, who knows where. Anyway. So the best time for me to do this is when they're asleep and there is nothing like a sleeping child. I, (laughs) I have so many pictures of my kids asleep because they're just, they're so peaceful. They're so trusting. They're just, they're just at rest and at peace. So at night, I love to creep into their rooms while they're asleep and I kneel beside their bed and I just look at their little sleeping bodies, watch their chest rise and fall and I start my prayer. So I start at the top, I start with their mind. And the way I do this is I just work my way down their body and I pray over different things. I pray over their mind, their eyes, their ears, their heart, their hands. Um, So I just wanna delve into this a little more specific and just give you an example of how I would do this for one of my children. So let's just start with my oldest, my Eden. So if I am praying for Eden um, in this way, I start at the top again. I start at her mind. And I might say something like, Father, I ask you to protect Eden's mind from the confusion that is in this world. Keep her thoughts stayed on you. May she learn to cast down imaginations and think upon things that are true and lovely. Now, my prayers change from time to time I don't always pray the same things the Lord doesn't always bring the same things to my mind and heart as I'm working my way down my children but for that night that might be my prayer as I start with her mind Then I go to her eyes, and I might pray, Lord, set a watch before her eye gate. May she seek to glorify you in all that her eyes behold. Give me wisdom as I control much of what goes in her eye gate at this stage of life. So not only do I pray for them, but it also, sometimes the Lord brings areas to me where I'm convicted or that I need to be better about. My children are little. They're all preschool and younger. And as I said, much of what enters their eye gate, their ear gate, their mind, their hearts, is filtered through mommy and daddy and as I work my way praying down them I it, the Lord brings that to my attention about the responsibility that he has given me so as I pray for them I'm also praying for me as I parent them and um, then I would come to her ears Lord I pray that much truth will enter through her ear gate may she not only be a hearer of the world but also a doer protect her ears from worldly music gossip and criticism. Um, In that little part, I actually mentioned a Bible verse. I tried to pray specific scriptures as I do this, as I work my way, praying through my children. I get to her mouth. Father, may Eden's mouth be an avenue for truth. Whether in song or word, I pray that she will boldly speak the name of Jesus. Keep her lips from lying, complaining, and disrespect. May every word that comes from her mouth bring you glory and praise. Then I get to her heart. Lord, I pray that Eden's heart will be fertile ground as Simeon and I plant the seeds of the gospel. May her heart be receptive to our instruction and correction. Keep rebellion and anger out. May her heart be filled with compassion for others. As I mentioned earlier, um, depending on the child, the situation that we're in in life, maybe something they're going through, something they're struggling with, something that the Lord is convicting me about, I may pray more in a certain area, less in a certain area. Right now, um, I tend to pray often for Eden's heart. She is four. She is understanding more and more of the gospel every day but she has not yet made that decision for herself to accept christ as her savior so we often simeon and i together individually but we pray for her heart that the lord will just keep her heart open to his word um maybe this even goes back to the mind give her a clear understanding of the gospel May she understand the scriptures that we're sharing her with her. May she understand that she is a sinner and the sacrifice that God made for her. May that head knowledge get to her heart and convict her of her sin. Um, then let's move on to the hands. Lord, use her sweet little hands to serve you. May they extend truth to a lost world. May they give love to those who are hurting? May they always be used for kindness and hospitality. I ask that many will be encouraged, blessed, loved, and refreshed by the works of her hands. Then we move to the legs. Fill my Eden with strength. Help her to stand for truth no matter what everyone else is doing. May she be courageous and unashamed to boldly follow her Savior. Just that area of thought with the legs and standing for truth and being bold and being courageous, that's been another area recently that the Lord has just really impressed upon my heart as it is just so evident in the world that we are in right now that there is spiritual warfare the end is nigh and satan is doing his best to just wage all-out war against god against the church and against followers of jesus christ and that's the world that my children are growing up in that is the world that unless christ returns that is the world that they will enter into one day they will leave the safe nest that I am praying that we create for them at home and they will have to stand on their own. And as her little four-year-old body is laying there sleeping peacefully with not a care in the world, I know, well, I know to an agree what is to come. I don't know, you know, a couple decades from now when she's an adult, but I know already in her childhood what the world is. And I know that it's only waxing worse and worse. And so I pray that her, her legs, that she will stand for truth. Then I get to her body. Lord, protect her body from the marks of sin and the wickedness that is in this world. Keep her pure, not only physically, but mentally. Help her to always remember that she has been bought with a price and her body is not her own. I pray that you will lead her to a husband who one day will love her and cherish her. I pray that you will help her glorify you in her body that what she wears that what she does that it will point others to Christ I move to her feet watch over my girl whenever wherever she goes no matter what path she chooses to walk down never let her forget that you are always with her use that truth in her life to comfort her and to convict her may her feet be quick to move when your spirit works in her life i pray that her feet won't be tied too tightly to life on this earth but that she'll remember that this world is a temporary dwelling this world is not our home as the song says we're just a passing through i pray that all of us will have an eternal perspective but as i'm praying for eden i just i pray that her feet will not be planted firmly here that she will not be enamored and caught up in the things that this world has to offer, but that she will remember that she is a traveler, that heaven is the future destination, and that this world is not her home. So this is just a glimpse of how I do this, and each time it does, it looks a little bit different. Um, God brings different scriptures to mind as I pray this way. God brings different needs, different things that I need to pray for. There are different seasons of life. Right now, my kids are little. So like I said, I'm praying for their salvation. I am praying for, you know, as we teach them how to speak truth, how not to lie. I'm teaching them how to share. Um, You know, I I mentioned earlier, I tell them over and over all throughout the day, we use our hands for kindness. We use our words for truth. So in these early formative years, um, my prayers look a little different than I imagine they will look ten 15 years from now, as they become teenagers, those prayers will change probably quite a bit, but the structure of the prayer will remain the same as we go from their mind to their eyes, to their heart, to their hands. It just, it helps give me structure to pray for them. And honestly, it helps keep me focused and kind of on point as I pray. Because I have an outline, my mind is less focused frequent to wander. Um, I'm just kind of moving my way down, lifting them up before the Lord, beseeching on their behalf, beseeching on my behalf as a parent, that God will just give me wisdom and just fill me with the truth and the knowledge that I need to help them become the person that he has for them. Parents, our children need us to be active prayer warriors for them. The world, the flesh, and the devil are doing their utmost best to win the hearts, minds, feet, hands, eyes, all of it. It, The world is doing its best to capture our children. And we must be intentional parents. We must lift them up before the Lord. God has entrusted them to us for a short time My Eden is four, and it's just, you know, in some ways we think almost a fourth of her time with us is, is gone. She's four years old, and, you know, she's four going on 15, she thinks. But the window of opportunity that we have with our children is brief, but we must use it for Christ we must be intentional we must be diligent to protect to teach and to prepare them to stand for Christ in the midst of a faithless and perverse generation as I said before if Christ does not return the day is coming where my little ones will not be little anymore they will be out on their own they will have families of their own jobs of their own lives of their own really And now is the time that God has given me to invest in them, to train them, to rear them, to teach them the truths of God and of scripture. And I pray that I won't miss out on that opportunity. I want to be very intentional about not just teaching them, but about praying for them. I want them to grow up knowing I have a praying mama. I mentioned to my dad earlier, it means so much to me to know that he is praying for me. We were just with him um, over the holidays and I mentioned a specific request and well, I I started off with, hey, Dad, I really need you to pray for me. And then I went on to listen to specific requests and he's like, "Okay," he's like, well, that's a new request. I'll add that to my list of specifics. But he's like, Brett, I've already been praying for you. I pray for you every day. I, I have my list. And before the Lord even put this in your heart. I've been praying that God would work in your heart. So it's just that encouraged me to know, hey, the Lord's been kind of working in my heart in an area. It's something that I'm praying about and thinking about. But my dad's already been praying that God would be working in my heart and showing me things. So it's just so neat just to see that that connection that we have through prayer. And I hope that one day that I am that for my children. I hope that when something arises in their life, well, I hope first and foremost that they turn to Christ. But next, I hope that they can say, hey, I have a mom and a dad who I know are praying for me, have been praying for me, will pray for me about this. I just want prayer to be a very real part of our home. First Thessalonians 517 gives a simple command from scripture. It says, pray without ceasing. If God tells us to pray continually, do you think maybe prayer is important? I know this episode has really just convicted me and brought back to my mind areas that I have been weak. um, I've been busy. I've let secondary things take place of the most important in my life. And I want to be better about praying for my children. So I hope this episode encourages you, maybe gives you a new way that you can pray for your kids. And I do, I just pray for you all as listeners that we will raise a generation that will stand for truth and will be bold for Christ and that they will in turn be their own prayer warriors for the next generation. Thanks for listening. I hope that this episode has brought much glory to Christ, encouraged your heart, and strengthened you to be the wife and mother that God has created you to be. Thanks for listening.